Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm stressed for it. Hey, uh, bam, we're live. Mike Halpin, Caleb Beaver. Uh, we are taking um, name recommendations for Caleb's uh, child. Um, and uh, Mr. Brian Friend in the house today. Uh, today, we are going to explore, discuss... Um, to explore. Oh, I heard that. That was me. Uh, explore, discuss the the uh, the future, the present, the past. Not in that order of what it takes to get to the CrossFit Games with in regards to um, worldwide rankings and um, strength of field numbers, and m- more specifically, I think what can be done to fix the current situation so that Africans can attend. Mm. No, not that. I'm off a little bit. We'll see what we can do. Okay. Uh, so, uh, hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, everyone knows who these guys are. Um, While no you were late, I put it to the uh, audience to try to guess why you were late. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Uh, any, any, um, my, any, any good guesses? Well, and one person paid $5 to guess. Oh, Sevon is late because he had to put his shopping cart away. Oh, you know what's crazy about the whole shopping cart thing? God, I have to just always – I've just been eating my words now for day after day after day. So today I went to the supermarket, and as I'm coming out, uh, you know that little sidewalk that runs in front of supermarkets? You know what I mean? Where all the carts are, and they, they have, like, wood for sale and, like, tomato plants if they're in season and, then like, a huge thing of uh, watermelons or – you know what I'm talking about, that area? Mm-hmm. It's, and and I'm and, and there's a narrow spot there between like the car countries of the world that is the supermarket. Right, right. Good, very good point. Uh, as I'm, I'm as I'm walking down there with my boys, I'm in between the shopping carts and like a pillar that holds the roof of of the shopping cart, and some lady who's who's probably 52 my age, but moves like she's 112, puts her cart horizontally and blocks the sidewalk and walks away. Like son of a bitch. That serves me right. I'm the guy who's like professing not to put your carts away. And some lady, I mean, just clear as day blocks my kids and I from walking down a sidewalk. This wow. is an unplanned seven, but that who was the person who donated that five bucks? Uh, Nick, uh, Wad Zombie, Nick Nicholas. Uh, this the guy is the guy who my... made uh, this card right here, Ben, uh, Ben Smith. Hmm. It's for sale. This is my sixth podcast with you this week. Wow. And the only way I've gotten through it is the is the Wad Zombie cards. I'm drawing power from them. Oh, that's incredible! Because I, I drain you, or because the the subjects are so taxing, or both. It's a, it's, just, it's a combination of things. I've tried CBD balm on my neck. Go! I've done the uh, mobility practices from Wad Proof prior to the show, and now I'm re- resorting to drawing power from the Wad Zombie playing cards. <sighs> well, I like that. Uh, I, I I will say this. Um, I've, I'm thoroughly enjoying this week. It's much easier than I um, than I thought it was going to be. I thought this morning's show was like one of the best shows I've ever done. I, 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 I it's crazy. I, I was scared because with Caleb and Sousa um, gone, but I've adapted. I know you hate to hear that. I actually listened to it for about ten minutes this morning. Did you laugh at all? Um, 
No, that means I, you I don't didn't. know about that. Did you have you have you been have you been following the um we have a a gentleman a caller who's dating a woke girl and he's not woke and she doesn't know he's not woke. Have you been following that uh No. Oh my no. god. It's a it's amazing, right Caleb? It's incredible, honestly. It's like we're five shows in of getting uh reports and it's it is it is truly amazing. I can't believe he's pulling it off. Yeah, it's crazy. What's she gonna do when she finds out? It's like she's dating a frog, and she's gonna like. But it's she's almost to her, too it's deep a at this point. Yeah. Well, he's too deep. Sure. Uh, so, um, are you guys excited about this? Do you think you have a real solution? Is this just like a fuck you to well, HQ? Is this like we're just hating on HQ or hating on the games, or we're here in a positive way to be like offer some uh, un unrequested, unsolicited yet um, helpful, constructive uh, well, advice? I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say unsolicited. Okay. Maybe it's not solicited by CrossFit headquarters. Um, although, and, and yeah, obviously people know what our opinions are about the current methods for these things. But in, I think in large part because of what we've said about it, the question is, well, what would you do? And in particular, I've been making this claim since before uh, anything was announced anyway, that I really don't think that it's right to use prior data in a forward-seeking endeavor. Because the athletes wouldn't know what they're doing and the decisions that they make would not be reflective of the decisions they could make now with what they know. And that's important to establish because the same thing is true for the system that we're applying our method to. The athletes would not have known about the system that we're going to talk about tonight in their pursuits and attempts in the open the quarterfinals this year. But this system is only reflective of performance during the two stages of the CrossFit game season so far. Uh, the one that you're proposing, yeah, mm -hmm. and Mike Calvin's proposing. Did you guys come up with this together? What are its origins? Um, I so you know I was I have had many thoughts about a way to potentially do this, but on the back of many people kind of pressing me or asking me, well, what what would you do? I just tried to come up with an idea, and I asked Mike to run a study, and I was pretty happy with how the initial study went, so I asked to continue it through the quarterfinals and we did and we never ran another study we were i was I think we were both pretty happy with where this landed especially in light of what the current system is because we're really not trying to change too much we want to keep some especially what we're doing here we're trying to keep and did keep some elements of what crossfit hq is in, included this year because i think there are components of it that are and can be um helpful even in future iterations uh, just posted on the CrossFit game site. This is, by the way, for, for, for whatever it's worth, this is how I know that whoever runs that account is a douche nozzle. Uh, semifinal tests drop next week. What are you, fucking 15? I mean, this has been announced for a long time that the semifinal workouts would be, would be available one week before the semifinals. When's the merch dropping? When's the merch dropping? What the hell? Give me one second. Oh, shit. Oh. We have a break-in at the uh, Brian Friend uh, compound. One time, we, we, one time we were doing a show with uh, uh, Brian and uh, the fire alarm went off. Which is different than when Yevgeny heard the uh, air sirens. Hey, um, Brian, uh, did you someone breach uh, the compound? No, my TV just turned on. Oh. I, I don't know why it turned on. We just started playing something. Just said, uh, hey, Alexa. Chris Beasterfield, uh, we got a hog shot. Fair enough. Uh, Olivia, anyone else seen a black screen? Uh, nope, wrong show. 
Uh, we don't do blackface or black screen on the <sighs> show. Thank you. Okay, well, I'm excited to hear about it. Um, is it is it is it something that is it a complete revamp or is it just some some tweaks and twacks? So there's there are a couple of key I would say key things to understand on the onset. One is that we wanted you know CrossFit has communicated that the intent of this in the long run is to have a more accurate representation of the competitive landscape year to year. So that if in the case that there is a year where there's a particularly strong group of athletes concentrated in one region, that they can they can benefit from that in terms of game spots allocated. And we want to see that, too. Uh, I've been advocating for that for a long time, as many people have. But what we see right now is that that and we've gone over this a lot is that that's not really happening. There, because of how the system is set up, it's pretty difficult to have an impact on the scoring system within the year that's actually um, being tested. So our system eliminates everything from the past and only looks at, at competitive performance in the open and the quarterfinals of this season. Okay. I can't wait to um, uh, hear about it. Uh, you know, this could be a remember when Tyler Watkins came on here and tried to talk to me about scoring <laughs> that. And then I don't think he ever was allowed oh. on the show ever again. I am a little concerned for help and, but we'll see what happens. Uh, what do you want to talk about Sapphire uh, Godard uh, before we, um, Oh, just briefly. Everyone yeah. loves, wow. Her hair. is God damn. Hmm. Who, I had, who doesn't uh, love a redhead? This is incredible. Go on. Well, just, you know, obviously condolences out to her. She's got, uh, that just has a ruptured ACL out for the season and it's going to have an impact on her team. Her team was the third ranking team in Europe coming out of the quarterfinals. And um, I think three, if not all four of them are good enough to make, or did even make the uh, individual quarterfinals on the, on their own merit uh, or in at least did last year too. So anyway, they weren't on my rankings the other day because I had kind of heard about this. It wasn't announced at that time. So we didn't bring it up on the show, but it was a tough day because two, you two teams, two of the top teams from the UK, both took big blows. You know, Zach's team obviously not competing at all. And Sapphire, they do have an alternate listed. I'm not entirely, I think they're going to continue to compete with her, but it'll be a big blow losing someone as good as she is. Uh, I, I would like to uh, leave. Uh, s sorry, uh, Caleb, I had to uh, big dick you. Uh, this, uh, I'd like to leave with this picture of our dear friend Sapphire. Um, Great picture. Yeah, what an amazing photo. Okay, uh, fantastic. Uh, okay, good luck, Sapphire. Sorry that was about a the great event, too. A lot of handstand push-ups and then a lot of sandbag cleans. What about a uh, what about a replacement for her? What about uh, uh, Krista Holta, Christine Holta? Well, it has to be the athlete that's listed as your alternate. And like oh. I said, they do have an athlete listed as the alternate, so they can continue. But that athlete does not have the same experience and credentials as Sapphire, which is okay. I mean, she can get an opportunity to compete. I think they're still going to compete, so... It's just um we have a, a comment from uh, jeremy world she's sneaky hot uh, uh from marco we have a question is she single uh, brian is mm -hmm. she single i think her boyfriend's actually on the team uh we have um some uh a comment of um uh, just uh observation a scientific observation super tight body uh uh like me super tight body me likey oh okay uh, shorthand um and uh, then allison nyc also uh, i love when the quads look like that I'm not sure what she's talking about, but I like it when they look like that too. So, all right. Uh, back to uh, going back to the other the, the developments on the other uh, side that Brian mentioned of the other team that will not um, be going well that lost a player. We had this post, um, and I read it. I read it twice now. Maybe I should have read it three times. But what I think uh, it's Will Kane talking about um, 
not going to the semifinals because uh, he's he's a little ambiguous. But I think he's he's saying uh, sending out uh, some love to Zach George in this, right? He's basically saying, "Hey, I, I no, I'm reading into it wrong." I mean, you have to read into it, isn't he? Saying, "Hey, buddy, I'm sorry that um, this happened, but no hard feelings." I think he's a little bit more even keel than his teammate was the other day, but I think Will he, Kane says, "Go ahead, go ahead, uh, Halpin." I was just gonna say, I think he was a little bit more nice than than Janie was, but I don't. Well, aren't the so. photos saying that I'm your friend? I got your back. Like he's hugging him here, like, "Hey, you do you, buddy." I got you. Yeah. I think he speaks up well for his teammates here and says how disappointing it is, but still is as nice as he can be. And, and he doesn't link to uh, Mr. George either. Anyway, I, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was, I think, uh, uh, do you know that um, Molly, uh, the meatball, the MMA fighter? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. was, she was in his comments saying something about it. So. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Well, thank you. Holy cow, Halpin. Oh, Meatball <laughs> Molly. I can't imagine what y'all are going through. Uh, nicely out there, lad. There are most definitely ways to go about things uh, sending love. Wow. I mean, wow. this is a real... Like, I, I think that there's definitely an understanding of the decision that Zach made from a personal perspective. It makes a lot of sense, as you've talked about. But there's, you know, there are ways that are more well-received to go about it than not, and it seems to be that that at the end of the day, most people are not that impressed with the way he handled it in, com- in terms of communicating with this team. Not necessarily, I can't believe you took such a cool opportunity to make so much money for your fan. Fair enough. Uh, Zach, I got you back. Oh, go ahead, Halpin. I was just going to say, uh, comparing the two situations there, you can see there there is a concern on teams that don't set up, set up actual alternates. So, like... Brian and I have been digging through a lot of these teams over the last few weeks you can see teams where they have no alternate. And if something happens good or bad for the athlete and in the two cases here, you can see in some cases they had an alternate, they can still keep moving. It's, it's a blow to the team, but they still can compete. Uh, If they don't have any alternates or there's no one else at that affiliate listed, then they're just dead in the water, unfortunately. So I think that that may be something that factors in in the future is making sure that you have somebody there that's maybe going to try for individual, but still is listed as an alternate for the team. Fair enough. Wise advice. Uh, One final time back to Sapphire. Uh, Olivia comments, she ain't sneaky hot. She's in your face hot. I agree. And I would also like to propose there's this uh, desire to uh, make superheroes, all these different um, uh, ethnicities, nationalities, races, skin colors. I would like to propose uh, more redheaded superheroes. Uh, Maybe uh, Sapphire could play uh, Wonder Woman. Um, You know, she could. uh, And then Olivia uh, closing the, um, uh, the, the, shallow and superficial talk about people's looks say i say brian is sneaky hot and um that will be our final comment in this shallow uh field of judging people by their aesthetic anthony tpa five dollars if a team with an elite indie as the alternate and the person fails to make the games as an indie competitor can the team use that person if they want yep i mean why would the person do that if they're an indie competitor right they can only no, do one or the other. Yeah, that's yeah. just saying if you know if you and I were the competitors and we they were on the team at semifinals and Halpin's our alternate and he's competing as an individual and misses the games. Oh, okay. And then you're like, I don't want to go to the games or you know Halpin's better than me anyway. Or, you know he could fill in. 
Okay. Because he was listed as the alternate. Uh, Barry McCockner, no, I will. I am not going to read this. Uh, go to your room. Uh, okay. Just, just on that, Tia, Tia is an alternate for proven as well as Saxon Pantry for proven, or at least they were during the open. So okay, it's possible. Did you see the picture of uh, Dave and Adrian together in Nashville yesterday? I did. Muy interesante. Uh, okay. Is it? Uh, we, we would expect that they'd be doing something together after what happened this week. So I do. I do. You, uh, it's just interesting. I wonder if Dave. I wonder if Dave went out there specifically to see him. It seems. Oh like- shit! Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, this is what the world is about the bad things do you know why bad things happen so that good things can happen listen this is those of you who are married are going to understand this conversation very clearly my wife lost her phone earlier today that's why i was four minutes late to the show i was on the phone with brian doing a little prep hello you oh, <laughs> anyway she found her phone guess where it was in your pocket in the fucking car mm. but it's good news it's good news i'm cool i'm cool okay ladies and gentlemen uh i present to you brian friend michael halpin with what we call the solution a solution not the final solution okay i'm just chilling to drink coffee the rest of this episode i'm so happy all right um so if you, if you do want to follow along, the full article is on Be Friendly Fitness, and we're just going to kind of walk through it. I'll kind of... When was the article published, Brian? I think last night. Uh, did you tell me it was published? No. God damn it. How the fuck am I supposed to prepare for these shows if you don't tell me? Be friendly. You're, <gasps> you're trying to sabotage my show because you work with the other guys now. I'm even wearing their shirt tonight. <laughs> I know. You're a good dude. <laughs> I love you. Okay. Uh, this actually is a great shirt. This is their tour short shirt from the season that... That never was. <laughs> oh, really? Talking Elite Fitness made like a tour short the year. On that the back, there's like 25, uh, 28, however many sanctionals there were. And only like 12 of them happened. And then there's just 16 listed that never happened, which is, it's actually kind of sad. But it's a cool shirt. Okay. Throwback. Uh, have them send me one. Have them send me one. There's so, some stuff that we're going to do on the show tonight, mm-hmm. Savan, that uh, I didn't want you to uh, get distracted by. So, okay. yes, we're, you're coming in a little blind on, okay. on purpose. Okay. Great. Should be fun for some people. Okay. So anyway, my, my idea was basically to that each stage of the season should be a, a vetting or a screening for the next stage of the season so that there should be things that are tested in the open that are specifically uh, meant to eliminate people who can't do things that are showing up in the quarterfinals. Same thing with the quarterfinals into the semifinals, the semifinals to the game. So there should be a progression to the season. So if we just looked at this year's open and we see that there are a decent density of ring muscle-ups at the end of a workout, and we're talking about for a, an open field, a decent density of muscle-ups, you would expect that a ring muscle-up is going to be a prerequisite for something that's coming down the road. And that if you can't do any of those, you probably shouldn't be advancing to the next stage of the competition. Same thing with the strict handstand push-up. Same thing with the um, that, the thruster. Okay, why are we testing a one rep max thruster? Are we doing it just to do it? Or... Is it a precursor for something that's coming next, like um, 15 clean and jerks at 275 pounds? Or an op- a workout that opens with nine front squats from the floor at, t- floor at 225? 
And I know, especially in the women's field, that there are people, and we've talked about this, that had no ring muscle-ups, no strict handstand push-ups, and a thruster weight that was pretty low that were still able to make it through. So I felt like, it, it was, you know, given the, the difficulty of some of the quarterfinals tests, the filtering process wasn't necessarily up to par. So I just ran this study. I said, Mike, what if we evaluated the people who participated in the open, not the ones that signed up, but the ones who participated? And we said, in order to advance from the open to the quarterfinals, you have to be in the top 15% of all of the scored tests independently. And only that group of athletes would be able to advance. And then I let him do his thing. Uh, let, let me uh, contextualize that for a second. Uh, how many um, – what, what is the situation now? It's the top what 10%? percent? 10%. And it, it's the top 10% now. Of registrants, not participants. And we are choosing to only look at participants because we're oh. trying to evaluate the competitive performance against the competitive field. Okay. So theirs is, theirs is um, a top 10% of all the registrants and not based on individual performances, but based on their final placement. Right. Yes. And theirs okay. is by region. Ours is by world. Okay. Uh, and, and, and why, um, what made you think that this was a valuable distinction? I, I understand the participant and registration piece, but, but why individual events so that someone wouldn't, someone maybe who did great in four of the workouts, but couldn't do ring muscle ups and the other don't, doesn't move ahead. Like you were explaining in the beginning. Yeah, potentially. I mean, it's, we've seen this basically play out at further stages in the competition, right? The 2014 is probably the best example of this. Sam Briggs was the defending champion. She was amazing at just about everything. There was one thing she couldn't do, and she was not able to ad advance in the season. You know, and, and I think that this m model is basically accounting for that because it's, it's, it also puts some responsibility on the programmer. What are you testing in each of these tests? And is it actually whether – and it could be something as simple as capacity, core stamina, a grip test. You know, there's so many different things that a test can break down to. But whatever you're testing, there should be a reason for it. And you should have kind of an expectation that the athletes have a minimum threshold. The athletes that will be advancing have a minimum threshold within that context, knowing that there's going to be an elevated challenge coming in the next stage of the competition. And, and you would do every year that way? Every, every year would be that way? Potentially. So, you know, the thing that I acknowledged when I, um, when I was being critical of this is I think that for this year, you should have started from ground zero. And I've already said why. But I don't think that, it ne that you necessarily could not implement a structure that does capture a little bit more data over time. I just think that I would want to be involved with some other people to have a conversation about that. Um, this is a simple study that I can do. That's just for this year. Yeah. And Brian says it well in the article is that you, you give the athletes an ability to say, here's the line in the sand, everything after this matters. And you're going to actually try during the open. You're going to try during quarterfinals where we see athletes today They'll do the quarterfinals workout, and then they'll just go back to what they were doing for the day. They'll they'll do all five workouts in 24 hours, and they won't really try too hard at any of them. In this case, it's it's raising the level to say you have to be within this 15% across all five tests to to qualify uh, to the next stage. So, so the only yeah, – sorry, I, mean, I should think of a gentler way to word this, but the only thing that it solves – well, it, it creates one thing. It creates a more competitive atmosphere. But the only thing that it solves is um, it, it makes it so people who are have major holes don't move forward. 
It actually doesn't address That's the not issue. The only thing that it solves, but it is an issue that that is uh, that becomes true in the system. Yes, but it it doesn't solve this issue. That when I think of the worldwide rankings, the, the th big thing that I think about in the strength of field number is the fact that you can't get the points that matter unless you go to hold the on games. to that thought until okay. you uh, okay. see, see that how this plays out because okay. okay we're not this is not actually addressing worldwide ranking it is addressing strength of field and the game spot allocation oh okay okay I'll hold it on. actually in some ways it does away with worldwide ranking oh, which is better somewhat in, in the system that's currently there it's kind of irrelevant anyway you know you you could say oh this is the number one ranked player in the world, a person in the world based on the whatever random point system that we have. But it doesn't actually matter in the in the in the way the rest of the season. There's nothing that you get for being first. You get the exact same thing for being a hundred. But you right. get nothing if you're hundred and first. Right. And so what you'll see here how performance ends up dictating some of that stuff down the line and worldwide ranking kind of falls to the wayside. Uh one quick comment, uh, Manny Spiegel, I find myself yearning to hear about Calvin Heimberg and Eagle McMahon tonight. Wait till I send you the, you, you know, I got one of those dudes on the hook. He says he's game. He's coming on. I know you didn't laugh at my response. I, oh, I, I meant to, I meant to, it was good. I, I just can't tell you how proud I mean, you've been, you've been trying hard. That was, I, I did yeah. see that text and I like kind of got really excited. I mean, it, it's just one of those things. Like if we just break through with one person, you never yeah, know yeah. what can happen. Yeah. He'll tell someone else, right? He'll and tell he's a pretty forward facing person, you know, like, you know, 30 to 50,000 people watches YouTube every, every week. So if he's like, Oh, this week I was on this podcast, whatever, whatever. Bam. We're in. Okay, Manny. Sorry, not tonight. I appreciate the the yearning in your loins. Okay, I'm ready for the. Uh, I'm, re I'm ready for more. Tell me more about this this program. What 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 are the implications? What is it? We're just going to get straight to it. So if you open okay. up that article, and you go to the open, the subset of the open. Um. Uh, it, it, I don't know if Cornholio is joking or not. I hope Brian has himself covered when this gets plagiarized. Uh, and I would guess that Brian hope it hopes it gets plagiarized. That is the last thing um, he's concerned about, right? Brian, am I, <laughs> you, you, I mean, you hope they take this right and run with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So we did. Um, we ran the study, and then we'll just go to the women, and I'll sh and we'll just show you what. Um, what happened here? So this is the minimum work that ended up being required to get into the 15% threshold <laughs> for women. And it turns out you actually, even in this study, you did not have to have a ring muscle up. You just had to get to the ring muscle ups by a certain time distinction, which is fine. I thought about making, uh, I just wanted to run the study out. So we'll just show you what it is, and then I'll tell you why I just kind of allowed that uh, allowed that to be for now. Does everyone understand this who's watching it? I just want to make sure you understand it. Those are the workouts from uh, this year's 2023 Open. And so for 23.1, to, to actually qualify for the quarterfinals, you would have needed 30 cleans by the 11 minute and 34 mark. So what Brian did is he and Brian and Mike Halpin did is they figured out what the top 15% was and then made that demarcation. Everyone else got basically by the 30 cleans, they got 85% uh, of the people got worse than 1134. I'm understanding this correctly, right? Yes. The only okay, thing you're right. misrepresenting is that I did any of the work on the back end. I did. Okay. Not. Sorry. Uh, any time I say Brian's name, just insert help and help. Basically I, I would say help and can you do this? And he would say, yeah, I can do that. 
Okay. And then he'll do it. But they wouldn't just need the 30 cleans by 11, 40, 34. They also needed a minimum of five rounds plus two burpee pull-ups. They also needed a minimum thruster of 147, and they needed a minimum of eight strict handstand push-ups. And if then they from there, meet, they make it to the quarterfinals. If they didn't meet any of those, then they would not be eligible to advance. Okay. I love and it. And if you scroll down, you can see exactly how many people advanced from each part of the world. And um, uh, was this total number? How many people actually went to the quarterfinals um, with their current system? It's more like oh. 10,000 10, or so. And in this system, it's 105,000? Well, you can look. Uh, no, no, that's the total number that started, and 10% of that went. So that would be 10,591. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. In our system, you can see the, num the starting number of participants, not registrants. And in fact, there were more registrants, so that number was actually higher than 10,000 in their model. But mm -hmm. either way, you see the number of starting athletes, the number in each region who qualified, the percentage of athletes that qualified from that region, and that in total on the women's side, 4,108 women were in the top 15% on all four of the open tests, and therefore would be the, those would be the athletes eligible to participate in quarterfinals, nobody else. And, and if I were to judge the continents, I would think that um, South America would have the most steroids and Asia would have the least. Therefore, they're the outliers. Just saying. I'm just saying. It's like if I were to be a judgmental asshole. I mean, it's like, in, you know, it's pretty – it basically settles on 4% everywhere. There's some high and some low, but that's the mean. Right. Which was kind, which was kind of cool. I, I thought that was a, kind of a neat thing because – and we'll get to this towards the end, but obviously there's a perception that there's certain parts of the world that are predominantly stronger than others. And this is obviously, there's a huge number of people difference between 1,200 and 60, but relative to the number taking the test, it was pretty similar. Meaning yeah. that there are still, you know, the same number of athletes around the world in each region are were good enough at this point to advance on a percentage scale. Hey, uh, Halpin, this is already amazing. This is <laughs> I love this. And you're catching, you're, this is, you're keeping up. So it's, yeah, thank you. This is breaking. Oh, so. what are the implications that we only get half as many? I, I, I'm dying to ask the, the big question, right? Did any names get cut off? But I'll, I'll hold off. We're going to get um, to that at the end. That's okay. the part I didn't want to show you early because the I knew climax. you spent the whole time there. Obsessing. Yeah. Okay. So, so what are the implications? The implications are, uh, in the most superficial sense, it's 5,000 less registrants, 6,000, which is uh, $50 per person. So CrossFit HQ makes $300,000 less money. They have the opportunity to make that much less money. But, uh, you know, there's a big percentage of quarterfinal qualifiers that don't sign up anyway. Okay. Oh, so okay. it would be, you know, it would be a, there's certain aspects of this that we wouldn't know until uh, it played itself out. But if 50% of the people who make quarterfinals are signing up for it, but 90% of the people that qualify in this method are signing up for it, that's a notable difference. Now, if it's 50 50 either way, then it's, you know, there's, I would say then we go back to the drawing board because that's not really what we're looking for. I want to try to establish a model where the people that are making it to the next round want to be in the next round. And half the people that are making it right now don't because they're not signing up. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, how many people did register for the quarterfinals? Do we know that number? We have it somewhere. Is it more than 4,000? It yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right, uh, I'm I'm loving this. This is this is so great. So so what I'm men. looking at here is uh, 105,000. Uh, why do I uh, 105,000 women signed up for the open individual? Participated in it. Participated. Did all, okay. Did all five or four tests. Okay, I like this. Wow, this is some crazy shit. Good stuff, dudes. 
Okay, let's check the men. We'll just show you so we can see some. Oh, well, let me let me differences. do one more thing. Let me do one more thing to, uh, off subject. Go back to the women again. Sorry, go back to uh, any any surprises here in these numbers in terms of um, uh, participants. Anything that like knocked your sock off or isn't related necessarily to the scoring, but you're like, oh, I'm gonna make a note well, of that. I mean, it's it's an it's again, it's one of these things, and we're gonna get to this later on anyway. But to me, it was notable the distribution of of uh, registrants or participants in this case from NA East to NA West to Europe, because those three are being treated relatively similar. And we've talked about this a couple of times recently with regards to the age groups, but there's basically mm, 30% less people signing up in NA West compared to the other two. So that was something that kind of jumped yeah. out, off the page to me. The same number of percentages or percentage wise, the same number is advancing, but the people starting the season were a little bit different and it's, just, I thought it was just something to make note of. Right. Okay. I like it. Okay. Thank you. Are you liking this, Caleb? This is cool, right? And the, in terms of the minor continents, the numbers actually look nice because Oceania is the only one that currently has three spots and they have the most people participating. Asia and South America get a sim, the same number of spots and they're relatively close and Africa gets the least spots and they have the least. So like, it makes sense from that. But that's to be expected because those spots were previously distributed based on open registration. Okay. Hey, what about um? How much does it cost to register for the open uh, for the quarterfinals? Fifty bucks. Oh, let's raise it to a hundred. There we go, Jeremy. Taken care of. Raise it to a hundred. Well, other other conversations to be had about that. Let's take a look at the men. <laughs> so these would be the minimum requirements for the men in the same model. Instead of having uh, not to do any ring muscle ups, you have to be able to do at least eight. You had to do 16 more burpee pull-ups in the sixth round. You're Wait tough. a second. Are you suggesting that someone went to the quarterfinals with zero ring muscle-ups? Yes, that happened. Mm -hmm. And zero strict handstand push-ups and the laughable thruster weight relative to what's expected from a weightlifting perspective in the next round. Wow. So, again, for the men, you, you would need to meet this number or more in each workout, eight ring muscle-ups, five rounds plus 18 burpee pull-ups, thruster 228 pounds, and then in the last workout, complete 20 strict handstand push-ups plus the double-unders. Um, uh, we are at the 33-minute mark. I have to take a one-minute uh, commercial break in uh, honor of uh, Dave Castro taking over the uh, training department at CrossFitting. Congratulations, Dave. You don't even have to want to do CrossFit. You don't have to want to be a coach. You don't have to want to be a trainer. If you just want the operating manual to your body, it's not just Forging Elite Fitness, it's the operating manual to the human genome. You'll take this CrossFit Level 1 seminar and you will walk away inspired. From the second you leave, your entire life will change. You will make significant changes to your life because you are excited. You will, you will start tweaking with your diet, you'll start tweaking with your movement, you'll start tweaking with who you hang out with. Everything will take a shift. For some people it'll be massive. For some people, it'll be a little bit. No matter what, you'll move towards a better life. Everyone is going to sense it in you that you are more accountable, more personally responsible, happier, more helpful, more, more thoughtful human being. And you'll be nicer to look at. You might talk too much shit about CrossFit, but... I hear a lawnmower in the background. Mm. Okay. Did you wash your hair before that one? No, I've never washed my hair. I haven't washed oh, my looks, hair since. This looks so nice. 94. You got it blown out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. 
I had the I had the gardener put the blower on it. Okay, I'm I'm digging this. Okay, are we are we going to get into this about um who shit the bed like who had yes. zero and who had the worst? Uh, oh, good. This is going to be great. Okay. That's towards the end. Okay, awesome. So, those are the minimums required. If you scroll down, you can see the number of athletes by region that uh, were able to advance. There were more men that participated, nearly 161,000. Almost 7,000 of them would have qualified. And again, if you look on the percentage side of things, it was more like uh, 4.5% average with South America being the highest outlier again. And this time, I guess Africa by a small margin would be the lowest outlier. Uh, any, I, anything weird uh, discrepancy mm -hmm. uh, between the men and the women? Well, yes and no. Again, I wanted you to, I want you to see the number of North America West compared to North America East, but especially compared to Europe. Europe had 57,000 men sign, participate. North America East had about 41,000. North America West had about 30,000. But Europe's with, you know, it's still not on par when you add those together, but that region is showing to be a lot of people signing up, similar number of people advancing, and we're going to talk more about them later on. Hey, um, what about uh, the fact that you carried uh, uh, two two digits past the uh, decimal for the men and oh. not the women? Is that just more care? You like care like men more and deserve? Got to look out for my own. Okay, fair I don't enough. know. Okay, fine. Yeah, I understand. You don't want to be accused of like uh, um, too much attention for the women. That that could get weird. Quality. Yeah. I like that bias towards men too for protection in this uh, Me Too era. That's very good, smart of you. Okay, so that gets us through the open. Now we have forty-one hundred women, sixty-nine hundred men that are eligible to ad advance to the next round. Obviously, you know we have to see who signs up, and then who participates of those people that sign up. And I was, I was okay with this these numbers. Like I, I thought so. Like the one reason that I didn't go back and say, well, let's just bump the ring muscle-ups for women to at least one because uh, we're already only at 4,100 advancing. And I think that that's fine. This model will eliminate a lot of people who don't have a ring muscle-up anyway, because they will be below standard on either the handstand push-up or the thruster weight, which also both require a press out at the top. Well, I, I, I love it. It's good. Uh, Sean, Sean M uh, weighs in, uh, women are lucky to even get one digit. Uh, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. So we're going to, so then at, at this point I said, okay, Mike, I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah. Let's wait for the quarterfinals to finish and let's just try the same thing and see what happens. So I, so he goes, okay, we'll apply 15% as a threshold for each scored event in the quarterfinals. And there were five of those. Let me ask you this. Sorry, let me go before we do that. Is there a movement that's um, biased uh, towards men or towards women? Like when I think of muscle ups, I think is that unfair to the, towards the women because more women would have zero than men because of just the the whatever the well yeah the but nature of what men are capable of and what women are capable of, or like maybe women are better at handstand walks, or or, or is that irrelevant? Mostly irrelevant because they're not okay. competing against each other. Okay. But in, but in okay. a programmer's mind, it should be relevant because when okay. you're programming a workout, you, you have a certain idea in mind and you might say, I'm going to put eight legless rope climbs here and that's going to get the stimulus that I want. But if eight legless rope climbs is not going to get the stimulus you want for the women, even though it might for the men, then it might be prudent to lower the number so you can still achieve the same desirable outcome. 
Okay, and like you said, you're, they're not competing against each other. So if if women are worse at uh, ring muscle ups and or men are worse at handstand walk, um, it, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, and I mean, Dave okay. is a master of this principle. Think back to I think it was 2010 or 11 when they did the ring handstand push ups for the men and the ring push ups for the women. Okay, because he didn't just want to see people st- standing there trying to kick up and whatever and wasting 10 minutes doing nothing. It's not very in- entertaining. And there have been programmers who've made this mistake, who've programmed too high of a density of something that just stops the all, like a majority of the individuals or a team in its tracks. And then you don't get to see kind of the spectacle and everything that you came to, to watch. For. And that might be a good segue here, because in the next section, based on how they did it, just how they did it this year, there are thousands of athletes on both the men and the women that are left just standing there at a 275 bar or they're left standing there doing zero handstand push-ups. Okay. It's crazy to me that someone can't do any handstand push-ups who can make, who can do so well on everything else. It's bizarre to me. Yeah. And so keep in mind that the, the concept here is that every stage should screen for the next round. And that if you're testing something, there should be a reason. And that if you're not good at it, enough at it, that should be a reason to preclude you from advancing to the next round. Right. So quarterfinals, we apply the same study, 15%. I had no idea how this would turn out. I just said, run the test. Let's see what happens. If we don't like it, we might, maybe we'll try something else, but we did like it. And so we stuck with it. And so this is also just a 15% threshold in every quarterfinal test as a prerequisite to be eligible, not to qualify for, to be eligible for the semifinal stage of the season. Oh, you, you put on uh, several views since we started the show. So let's go, uh, you know, it's, I would guess this is not the most optimal time of the week for a show Friday night Cinco de Mayo, but whatever, we're doing it. Is that what today is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a few drinks earlier. So. Oh, oh, awesome. Feliz Navidad, uh, Michael. I didn't realize you were Mexican. So let's scroll down and take a look at the women. You're going to see the same thing here. There's going to be a minimum work for each of the workouts. And remember, you'd have, you would have had to hit the minimum on all five of these things. So for the first, Mike, just in case he asked what the tests are, you may want to pull them up in case you don't have them in front of you. But uh, minimum work on the first one would be 85 reps and, a, and an 11-minute tie break. I'm just going to read through them, and then if you want to ask, you can. In Please. the second, second one, you would have had it done five rounds plus eight dumbbell snatches. Workout three, you would have had to finish in 918 or faster. Workout four, you would have had to do two full rounds plus 160 meters on the row. And in workout five, you would have had to finish in nine minutes, one second or faster. If you didn't meet any one of those, you would not be eligible for the semifinal stage of competition. I, I love it. Uh, Cornholio, the, the Open had four women in the top 11. That's good. That, that's a testament to his programming, I think, right? Yeah, he was a very – I did speak with him a few times about the workouts prior to the release of them, and he was very intent on making sure that the test was appealing to, hopefully, a big variety of people taking it, and in particular – you know, he tried to make sure that the stimulus, like we just talked about, would be the same for the men as the women. Yeah, that's awesome. Is, are the results out for that? Seems like it. Oh, all right. I think it's done. 85 reps on the first workout would be having five handstand push-ups left at the tie break time. I can't even remember what the workouts are, but thank you. For it ended with the um, wall-facing handstand push-up. Yeah, 21 wall-facing handstand push-up. And I'm lying when I say I can't remember them because that would imply that I actually knew them at some point. 
Right. right. So anyway, you can look at what the work cuts are. Those are the minimums required. And if we had go, go further down from here, again, we can see the number of athletes in each competitive region that were able to do that. So in this case, and then it's, and then the percentage we'll talk about in a second, but in this case, North America West, 58 women were able to meet the minimums. Europe, 75, North America East, 79, South America, 12, Asia, 4, Africa, 1, and Oceania, 25. Uh, Nick uh, Schroeder, uh, friend seems a little aggressive tonight. Not at all. Um, he's docile like a kitten tonight. He's, you're, you're misreading him. Uh, but thank you for the uh, um, assessment uh, from the stance. Brian, what about the, don't we need, and Mike, don't we need uh, 300? Don't so we oh, yeah. So this mm. is the idea. You only need that number because it's a number that you've been told that you need. Mm -hmm. But as a kind of um, a metric that we have been you know, familiar with, 254 is not that far off, considering that we had no idea where this would end up when we started. So okay. it was kind of cool how close this was. Okay, I got a good one. You're telling me, uh, just so you know, I did buy, I am going to Africa for their semifinal. And I did, I got my uh, first class ticket on uh, Qatar Airlines. And I'm headed over there uh, with uh, uh, Taylor. By the way, Taylor, I'll be in first class uh, if you want to come up and get like a cloth napkin or real silverware. And um, you're telling me that when I get there, there's only going to be one athlete. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll going to be one. <laughs> I can't wait to see who that is. You're going to tell me it's, who that is by the end not of the show. The one, it's not the one that you'd think Taylor may not be going if it was this case. Oh my goodness. Helping. You're breaking my heart, but we are going to see who that is. That one. Yeah. We'll show you. And Oceana, where I'm going to see if it's if Maddie Sturt and, and Ellie and the, and the gang are in there. Mm -hmm. You'll get to see. Oh, this is good. Holy shit. This is scary. So once again, we see also with the percentages. Hey, did Sydney Wells go? Did Sydney Wells go? We'll get to that. Uh, oh we'll get no. To that. We'll get to that. Anyway, well, just 254 women would be eligible to advance, and we'll we'll just kind of pause right there. We'll look at the men, and then we'll explain kind of our thought from there. No one from the uh, eastern portion of Canada makes it, huh? And that I'll get cut. Just to be clear, because there might be confusion, because in other cases, there's minimums. In that case, that one athlete from Africa yeah. qualified. That is not like giving a minimum. And the same for Asia. We didn't give any minimums on this. They could have gotten zero, but they got one. And there were some people, you know, we posted on Instagram this morning, and there were some people that have read through the article that have given some thoughtful questions and responses. And and that's kind of what I, what I landed on in trying to communicate with them is this is purely performance-based. So this is... <clears throat> objective we ran the tests we know that the athletes didn't know that this test study would be applied to them and we're acknowledging that but based on i just wanted to see what would happen is it possible to do a to do us to apply a system like this to only online competitions that we know are not run perfectly and end up in a place where we have this field of semifinalists that is actually capable of taking the test and is competitive against each other to compete for spots at the games crazy and so Albert, we're almost you watching UFC. Do you watch, you watch UFC, right? Help. Uh, from time to time, not every, uh, uh, not every one of them. Okay. Uh, so sorry, Brian, I got distracted by, by my, by a thought in between my, in, in here. If you thought I was watching it on TV right now, no, no, no. no I was wondering if you're going to watch tomorrow night, but no, oh, it's tomorrow night. That's yeah. how much I know. Is that it's okay. Tomorrow night. Okay. 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 This is exciting, Brian. I can't wait. I'm, I'm so curious how you're going to solve this problem. And now I got all sorts of questions. I can't wait to the next slide. Let's move on. I, okay. I, so man, I got some questions. Men, same, same metrics applied, 
they would have needed to do the first workout in 11 minutes, 53 seconds or faster. And the second workout, five rounds plus seven dumbbell snatches or more. Workout three, finish in 919 or less, which was kind of cool because it was within one second of the minimum work requirement for women. Number four, two rounds plus 540 meters on the rower and workout five, seven minutes, 10 seconds or faster, which was dramatically different relative to the women, because like we talked about earlier, the workout ended with nine legless rope climbs and that, that a minute and, um, 50 seconds difference is basically all because of the legless rope climbs. Uh, um, a couple, a couple things here, um, Brian, uh, I hope I interrupted at the right time when you're taking a pause, Daniel Garrity, what if the people stop competing after each workout, once they find out they're outside the top 15%, it will narrow the field. So you're saying that if you realize in workout one, you were outside of the top 15% that you wouldn't even bother doing workout two. Is that what he's saying? I, I mean, yeah, I think that's the scenario that he's potentially presenting. And I would just say that I don't, I think that with the group, like the hope would be here that with the group of athletes that it's advancing, that they're, they're taking this test for more reasons than just one. And there are some other ideas that I have about the, um, the way that these particular tests in this model, open quarterfinals, would then be, have show relevance for seasons, competitions outside the season that would encourage them to want to place as well as they could anyway. But that's a much bigger picture topic. And this is, you know, this is not a perfect solution. This is a solution that's just that is just demonstrating a way that it could be done only using data from this season. And I was like, like I always say, there are things I don't know about what happens in the conversations at the CrossFit Games team at headquarters, et cetera. But I do think that there are elements of this that could contribute to some solutions that that would meet their objective more closely, which is to actually assess the competitive landscape of the field this year. Um, can we go back up and look at the women one more time? Uh, this is off subject, but are, so are you shocked by the fact that North America East has more than Europe by itself? No, we'll get to that in a, We'll get to that later on. We're specifically going to talk about Europe and okay, the misperception okay. with Europe. You're not, you're not shocked. You're not shocked by that. Past. No. Okay. Okay. No one okay. should be shocked by anything right now. This isn't a, you know, just we're learning as we go and we're learning okay. some things that we didn't know because the models that are in place previously don't allow us to, to come to the same conclusions. Okay. Hey, uh, just so you know, my, my thoughts about the CrossFit games uh, staff is that they don't even have the bandwidth to absorb this information. And that basically that by, by three days from now, there'll be 10,000 people who see this video who know more about the CrossFit games uh, performances in, in the mathematical sense, then uh, 99% of the staff at CrossFit HQ. That, that's my assessment, and that's not a dig. I'm just telling you that's how good I think this is what you and Halpin have done and and the limited bandwidth they have to uh, digest this. I think it's very limited, unless they're watching it right now. <clears throat> well, they could also watch it anytime they want after the fact. Right, right, right. They could be right. That's fair enough. I hope they do. This is great. This is, this is fucking amazing. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's go. So here are the number of men by competitive region that would have met those minimum thresholds. North America West, 45. Europe, 109. North America So the East, men, isn't that ass backwards than what we than our conventional patience, wisdom patience, that the patience. fucking women are better in Europe and the men are better in the Americas and this your thing is fucking it all up. Well, this is exactly why it's important to do a study like this. Okay. You're getting you're jumping the gun. Do you want me to okay. just jump okay. to the end already? No, 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 no. I don't know. Okay. Sorry, sorry. 
But I wish my wife to tell my wife that. Can you do, do, do math? You, I wish my seven? wife had said to me, just take it to the, uh, do you want me just to jump to the end? Yes, please. Seven, what's 45 plus 77? Uh, 45 plus 77 is uh, 110 plus 119, I think. Anyone else get a different number? 112, 112. There we one, go. 112. So in totality between North America, West and East, which have 45 and 77, there's 112 men and Europe yeah. has 109. Right. There's basically a wash. Yeah. We're going to you know, keep in mind in the current model and all of the previous models, Europe gets half the qualifiers to the games as North America in total. But they have the same number, more or less, within three that are advancing to this stage of the competition, meaning they have the same number who've been good enough at the tests that were given by the programmer that should serve as prerequisites to the next round. Continuing down, South America 21, Asia 6, Africa 4, Oceania 24. 286 total. So we had 286. I, 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 I apologize. It's, it's not, it's not uh, 112. Okay. Hmm. It's a, a 122. Sorry. Oh, 122. Sorry. One twenty-two. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Oh shit! Look at all you guys fucking piling in. Okay, fine. Barclay, definitely. Two hundred eighty-six <clears throat> total uh, athletes in the male side would be eligible for the next round. Two hundred fifty-four on the women. And again, we, we we ran these without knowing where we would end up, and I both of us were like, "Damn, that's pretty close to 300. But those three hundred are selected in a way that doesn't reward performance. It just is a number of spots that was arbitrarily selected. Uh, who decided 30 was the number or 60 was the number oh i see what you're saying okay 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 i see what and you're it saying. certainly wasn't isn't based on performance the, no, so the P, it's men. not that the people weren't picked based on performance it's that the number in the test wasn't okay wasn't we got to the number 300 okay. based on an arbitrary distribution we're oh, getting to right. 286 based on the performance of the athletes against themselves and the best rising to the top Okay, and by the way, I, I'm, I canceled my trip to Africa, but now I'm going because I see that the men are going to compete. I'll go just for the men. Originally, I was going just for the women, but I guess I'll go for the men. Just keep, stay on hold with the travel agent for a minute. Okay. You might want to redirect. Sorry. sorry. Uh, stand by. Stand by. <laughs> so, and in this oh, to Asia, where they have 50% uh, more athletes. Oh, no. it's They're coming together. So so one other thing to call out oh. is, is, is with that, today, 60 men from Europe – and 30 men from Asia and 30 men from Africa all go to a semifinal. But in this case, this shows that 105 more men in Europe than Africa did as well as those four in Africa. So, so with that, it's showing that there's a substantially tilted uh, scale here for getting the right people to the next stage. Uh, what do you mean by that substantially tilted? Well, in this case, if you only took 60 people from Europe, which we'll get to, there's, there's what, uh, uh, 49. Uh, he's basically saying there's, there's, there's 50% more athletes from Europe competing in the semifinals currently than Africa. Okay. But in this model, out of 113 between Africa and Europe, it's like 96% of them are European. Right. And, and 4%. But they're, and so instead of getting a 66-33 distribution, this would be dramatically different. And we'll, we'll, we'll see that. Two th any other questions about where we're at right now? No, this is good. So 254 and 268 are eligible, and those numbers are going to continue to be important. There's two things we want to distinguish here. One is it's not logistically feasible to run a semifinal with 109 
European men. Now, you could potentially talk about, well, then they should earn two, which is fine to say, and that's potentially something. But we just chose kind of not to do that. We decided that because we were trying to change as little as possible, we're going to cap any semifinal at 60, any cover, which is a number that they have previously selected, meaning that it seems like it's logistically possible to run a semifinal with that number of athletes. Um, I do think that there are, in the way that we're going to make some modifications for Asia and Africa, that there are some minimums that you could impose. You could say if a competitive region has at least 100, they'll be split in half and we'll have two. Like you could, you could possibly make a caveat for that. What about going the other way? Just split, just take 60. That's what we did. That's what we did. And that's what we're going to do. Does that piss you off? Would that piss you off? No, because you know, it's a, because it's using again, a system and then and then kind of neglecting the results. Yes and no, because of okay. this next part. Okay. So as you see that, we're trying to change as little from the current system as possible. So we still want to like have some um, rep- representation from that system because there's not it's not entirely flawed. Okay. GameSpot's distribution is where those numbers will become rele- relevant. So basically, you know, we have heard Dave Eubanks talk about the fact that they tested it with 50 athletes. They tested it with 100, 200, 300. They ran these different tests, and they kind of thought 100 was the sweet spot. But what, we're, what we decided to do was we'll run it with the number that proved that they were good enough to be there, even if they're not all going to be there. So we're going to use 286 and 254, and we're going to do the DeHaunt distribution method for game spots based on that. And can can you remind me what the DeHaunt was, or is it is it, is it simple? What was the DeHaunt again? It's a method of allocating spots by the the number they have for each. Well, in the CrossFit version of it, the number they have in total in whatever grouping that we have. So in this case, it's two of fifty six. CrossFit's is out of the top one hundred, and it says F. NA East has 30. They at the first round of the DeHaunt method, they get 30 votes. And then if they win, it splits it in half. There's a whole bunch of math involved. I don't want to okay, bore, okay. bore you. But um, but it's a method of voting. Some countries actually use it for their parliament, things like that. So, so. Oh, Wad Zombie. Um, this is. Uh, I feel like I'm. No, you're not too dumb for this conversation. It's actually uh, really easy. Um, but uh, give it a second. We'll, we'll at the. We'll start at the top and run through the whole thing like in 90 seconds when we're done. Once we get through all this, it's 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 super cool. It's tight. So Africa and Asia obviously jumped out. Wait, wait, stand by. Uh, Rosie, I'm currently taking a shower. Gotta shave these cactus. This cactus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I love it. Like it. People, someone's listening to us in the shower. Okay. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Who made All that right. sound? Who made that? Who did that? Mm. I did. I was struggling to find something. Oh. But I found it now. Um, okay. So Africa and Asia. Obviously, there were not a lot of qualifiers. And it seems like you said, 
quite silly to have a competition with one person competing in it. So we just said that uh, you need to have a minimum, like a minimum number to warrant having your own semifinal. And in this case, because Asia and Africa did not, but we still want to have some element of global representation. And all of these athletes have proven to be good enough to take the next test. We're going to combine them. So in this case, there'll be 10 total men from Africa and Asia and five total women from Africa and Asia competing for a minimum of one game spot. We're going to show you what the games distribution ends up looking like for men and women now. So you can actually see how many in each region would be going to the games in this model. Oh, ba based on that. The haunt distribution the haunt using distribution. the 286 okay. and the okay. 254. Okay. We didn't okay. strip it down to 100. We've already vetted the field through two rounds of testing. We know the 286 and the 254 that were good enough at the tests that the programmer gave to be prepared for the next round of tests. So we're going to use those numbers to distribute the game spots because that is the competitive distribution of athletes in the field this year. So the, uh, on the far right, there's a column sem uh, semifinal spots. So if I went to North America, if I went to Pasadena, I would see 58 competitors. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, we're cap, we capping it at 60. They only had 58 to make it. So they don't get an extra two. Those two weren't good enough. So they just get all 58 in Europe. They had more than 60. So some that were good enough still don't get to compete. And what about, East. okay. If you combine South America and Asia into a semifinal, that means an African won't be going right. Or South America mm. might not go or South America might not go. Is that a problem? Uh, Are we trying so, to get some uh, um, uh, national? We still uh, want to be like somewhat country. respectful of travel. Like if you're sending everyone from Asia and Africa to South America, that's a massive ask. If you're sending everyone from South America to the Middle East, that's a massive ask. Well, I mean, Asia and Africa are massive anyway. We ask, you know, every, any, and most of the South American or the African athletes are South American. But basically, we just have a central location. We are suggesting the UAE. There's plenty of other options. You can, Egypt is really has a plenty of good uh, competitions that they host and is a fairly central location. But the idea is, and I'm sorry, but I don't have any interest in watching the 30 women in Africa that are going to be taking the semifinal test this year. 25 of them at least have no business taking the test because their performances in the previous stages did not show the capacity that's going to be required. If we have, if we look at what the quarterfinals was and project to what the semifinals could be based on that there's going to be tons of athletes in that field that are just going to be standing around doing nothing at some points they won't have the skill they won't have the, the strength or they won't have the capacity to take those tests at least they shouldn't because the test should be progressing but what about like the the whole communal part of it or letting each country get at least some representation to um, encourage growth or participation how about all that stuff all that yeah, all that that's, fancy we, we stuff. see that here we see okay. that here. You have to have a minimum number to even host a semifinal. And then from the based on the minimum number, if you you know, once you meet that was South South America did and Africa, Asia combined do. There's a good chance no one would ever go from Africa again. All the all that has to happen is the one person from Africa has to beat the four people from Asia who proved to be good all also good okay. enough at this test. That's a twenty percent chance. Okay, then there was so someone from Asia might not ever go again. So this, this year's competitive landscape has no bearing on next year's in this in this hypothetical model. So okay. they just need to get better. Okay, that's Fine another reason why you would take the quarterfinal test so that you can look back and you can say, okay, where are the things that kept me up? And you have our, a really tangible answer to that question. Yeah, our version of this Dehant method does not align with like what Brian Spin has talked about with Africa or um, 
with some of the things where it looks back two years and you sort of have to like thread the needle to ever get somebody out of out of some of these continents. In this case, the 286 or whatever the number is, um, they all go into that same bucket and then their votes come out to say where some of these go. So if if all of a sudden 20 people from Africa or 20 people from Asia can land in the top 15 percent of the world, they would get more spots at the games through this method. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, so, so that, so that Africa and Asia, that five is five men and five women. No, this is the women's just this women. Okay. Women's okay. Time. And oh, so, and so if we look here, it's not that far off of what's actually happening in our model, nine women from North America West would qualify in CrossFits. They get 10 in Europe. Our model shows 12. Their model shows 11. Our model shows 12 for North America East and their shows 11. So the two strongest regions, North America, East, and Europe, would each get one extra spot. North America, West would get one less. And then you would see as you go down to the, the other continents, Africa. Which is probably the way it should be. We all know that. Africa and Asia have three in the current model. In this model, they only get one. And their other two spots are basically going to Europe and North America. And then Oceania gets an extra one. They go from three to four in this model. And their strength of their field of their women is rewarded there. That's the spot that comes from North America West and South America remains at two. Unchanged. I like it. I like <clears throat> would be more interested in watching the five women from Africa and Asia that were good enough to get there. Now I'm going to learn who those athletes are. I'm going to know who to be watching because there's only five of them. It should be competitive. They all will feel like they have a chance there. And the same thing in South America, 12 women competing for two spots. I'm interested in that. 30 women competing for two spots. I'm only interested in the last heat anyway. Uh, Jeremy Garcia, uh, if you don't want to lose 13-0 to us in women's soccer, then get better. So I Googled that, and I guess in 2019, uh, the women uh, USA women beat Thailand 13-0. Thanks. A little bit of sports. Go. I've, I've lost a game or two like that. It's You that have? Sucks. Yeah, I remember one year we, we thought we had a really good team. We went somewhere else for like traveled for a tournament and we lost games like five nothing, seven nothing, nine nothing. And just you were the coach. You were the coach. No, no, I was on the team playing. I was, oh. I was a, a kid. No, oh, that's I brutal. Think. You weren't the goalie, were you? No, thank God. That'd be rough. Should we look at the men? Is this the men? No, it's women. There you go. Mm, men. There it is. We're getting there. So yeah, this is what you want. Did you see seven? Yeah. Do you yeah. see? I think what do you I see? see? Uh, I see uh, Africa and Asia. I see Oceania. A little higher. North America West, six. So the major. Europe. Oh, 15. There you go. The men again. European so men the, kicking ass. Yeah. I thought they shit the bed. I thought Bjork and Carl Goodmanson was their only, only quality athlete. Well, there's a difference between having athletes that are competitive Sorry, at the very Sorry, top Lazar. of the sport. And there's and athletes that are. That, or a, a region that shows a lot of depth to its competitive field. And so we, one thing that we've been deprived of over the years is understanding truly how deep the competitive field is in Europe, because for a long time, they were only getting five spots and all five of those athletes were placing in the top half of the field on a regular basis, but we never knew how six, seven, and eight would do on any given year because they weren't going there. And in the meantime, we had a bunch of, this is specifically in the women's field, a bunch of women from uh, North America that were finishing pretty low. And I was contending that we got 20 women or more from North America and only five from Europe. 
and the five from Europe are beating 20 of those women from North America, whatever it is. Why don't we have a few more in Europe? But that was back then. And the landscape is constantly changing, which is why I think that it's dangerous to have a model that builds on the past. So in this current model of this current season, North America West has only 45 people at semifinals and only gets six spots to the games. That's three less than they have in the system right now with nine. North America East gets 10 spots instead of 12. Most of those spots are going to Europe. They, North America here lost one and two. That's three of them. And they're going to Europe, which had 11 and now gets 15. So that three of those four are coming from North America. That's and, huge. Yeah. South America goes from two to three, which is a, a bump up of one. Asia and Africa did have three. In this model, they get two combined. And Oceania once again gains a spot and goes from three to four, showing that the me the men, even without uh, the likes of, well, Ricky probably did factor into this set because he because he, he was good enough to make it. But uh, Jamie um, Latimer, did Jocko go woke? Uh, yes, he's uh, he pushes uh, sugar water and protein drinks in a can, uh, probably. But uh, he's butt buddies with Andy Stumpf. Okay, him and Stump, <laughs> him and Stumpf. Our butt buddy. So of course he hates Greg for because he doesn't know shit and he'll believe anything. I don't actually know if Jocko hates Greg, but um, and I, so and I listened would... to the podcast and Dave. I thought Dave fucking killed it. Uh, he called uh, Jocko and David Goggins pop seals. I like that part. Yeah. If that if that doesn't get you excited, uh, go listen to it. It makes you. There's a difference. Uh, I can't wait to have Dave on and ask him about the difference between uh, the, the the seals and, and there is a difference. Well, I think there is from the, the integrity and uh, they're just the people, just people. But anyway, uh, that, that I, I enjoyed that podcast. I thought Dave murdered it and he was very respectful of Jocko. And I actually came away liking Jocko more than normal, but yeah, jo Jocko, it, it's, it's, it's inappropriate to fucking mention Glassman's name um, without first saying <clears throat> how many people's lives did he change? How many people's lives did he save? How many millions of days did he add to people's lives here on planet earth? That, that you know that for a fact. So before you start speculating dumb shit, at least fucking say that. Now, Jocko, I don't, I didn't get the impression that Jocko didn't, um, doesn't like Greg from listening to that. Um, the worst thing he said about Greg is that you know he 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 speaks the truth to a fault. Maybe I think that's what he said. But um, it, it's crazy not to uh, recognize. <clears throat> Dude, it, it, it's someone on every single continent by the thousands, except for Antarctica, has had days added to their life or knows someone they saved their, it saved their life. Matt Fraser himself said that it's probably saved his dad's life, the diet component, and one of his friends lost 100 pounds. And Matt was a full-blown hater when he went on Rogan. These people are fucking – don't fucking think straight. They need – I hope their karma does not catch up with them. Okay, sorry. I, I, I bring it back. I'll reel it in. Uh, Jamie, that's your fault. I blame you. I, I'll play the victim there. Got it. For, uh, your sorry, own, for your own learning, I actually yes, want please. you to read the next yes. section. Okay, great. Here we go. I have the um, uh, the European misperception. Well, if I do have a misperception, it's uh, Brian's fault. Uh, for those who have been following my work for years, you may recall that on multiple occasions I've suggested that there is no group in the world being slighted more than the women in Europe. Yep, that's my takeaway from, uh, the, the, from being your student for years. And that was, in fact, true. At the time, which was every moment prior to uh, right now, 7.16 p.m. on uh, May 5th, 2023, Cinco de Mayo. 
However, unlike the current worldwide, worldwide rankings and strength of field system that CrossFit is using, our system does not account for what used to be. Rather, it accounts for what actually is now. And in the current competitive landscape, we see that it is, in fact, the European men, not the European women, who are not being adequately represented this season. Based on their performance this season, they've earned 15 game spots, one less than North America men. Wow. Let me read that again. Based on their performance this season, the European men have earned 15 game spots using this brilliant method that uh, Mike Halpin and Brian Friend are presenting today. That's cool. Yeah, I'm digging it, dude. And the last part is your 90-second synopsis. Oh, okay. Uh, we believe this model is the true representation of the strength of field for this year's group of competitive athletes competing in the CrossFit Games. Season. Season. Uh, they were vetted uh, through the Open and performed in the top 15% of all tests against all worldwide participants. Okay, so that's the first thing, the distinction. Remember, the current, the current method uses uh, registrants. Uh, this method that Halpin and Brian have uh, devised uses participants, meaning you have to do all the workouts. You can't just pay the money. So that, that makes sense. There's, there's no question there. And then you have to finish in the top 15% of every workout to even be considered to move on to the next stage from Open to quarterfinals. So that makes sense. So you may be first place in three of the workouts but you shit the bed and another one and you don't move on and we've already talked about what the implications of that and the reasoning of that and that makes sense you don't want someone going to the quarterfinals who's uh, just taking a spot who doesn't have muscle ups right um and and then maybe you might get someone from the adaptive class who's in a wheelchair who can't do the running sneaking in and taking a space from an able-bodied person god forbid we let that happen uh they were vetted through the quarterfinals and performed in the top 15 percent of all tests against all worldwide participants who previously had proven themselves in the open and chose to participate in quarterfinals so the semi the quarterfinals just work the exact same way um as the open right taking mm -hmm. that top 15 percent mm -hmm. of every workout that's the distinction uh once we establish the group uh, who based on performance are qualified to tackle the next stage of the test semifinals, we use them to distribute games qualifying spots. Uh, that was what we just talked about there, where uh, it, after you do that, you see using the DeHaunt method, still using the games method, you are actually using the most up-to-date data to allocate spots, most up-to-date and precise, um, uh, with the uh, caveat that you can't have a, a massive hole somewhere. And, uh, and, and, and you end up with, a, with what we saw right away is, is that European men are better than we thought. Um, Luca, Luca, welcome to the 2023 CrossFit Games. Luca Jukic. I want to read these last two. Hey, that fucks Colton, right? It doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's not the way to think about anything. Okay. Okay, good. All right. Sorry. All right. I'm so this negative. Performance-based model. Well, we will. Savan, it's getting almost to the time we're going to show you who made it and who didn't. And all why. Right. Look at Caleb's all excited. Uh, we believe this will yield semifinal fields that are composed of athletes who are actually capable of taking the test and ultimately get a games field that will be both a global representation of athletes. Well, I'm not buying that yet. And an accurate, this part's true, an accurate depiction of where the best athletes <clears throat> this season are coming from. I think that that's some woke shit right there, boys. You can't, <laughs> you can't prove that. And ultimately a game field that will be both a global that uh, someone from it could, everyone could come from Rhode Island the way you're doing your shit. No, okay. they can't. All right. Fine. Look at Halvin's like, well, let me see what that would require. Hmm. It would be the population of Rhode Island, I think. It would be the problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is good. Okay, uh, you ready for the fun? Yeah, this is cool. Is it in your article? I'm scrolling down now to no. see. We didn't. We didn't. 
because that's what oh everyone... shit you're afraid you're gonna hurt someone's feelings don't don't hurt them <clears throat> no i'm afraid that people will get caught up in the names and miss the system okay the well, you should, are, are you gonna publish the names next week somewhere <laughs> you should they're gonna we're gonna show them right be now. here so if you want to know them you got to yeah, come fuck, to the fuck real the be, seven podcast. be friendly fitness only place uh, to find com. It. yeah seven podcast only place to find it uh clip it 114 we're gonna rip this clip right off of there and put it on the website as you wow. told me i could though this is good yeah rip away <laughs> and do you want me to crop caleb out right now men or women no he has to show you this he's he's oh, been okay. sitting on this information all oh. day oh, there he goes no no okay come back come back men or women seven uh, oh, here women. we go women oh dewan young women. i know who she is yeah okay these are the qualifiers these are the ones who were good enough to participate in semifinals. there are your four athletes from asia and your one athlete from africa that in this model would be competing against each other for one spot to the crossfit games uh sahar okay. sahar uh kaya is I thought she's Turkish. How does she get out? Yeah, she lives in Norway. She's from Turkey, which is in Asia, and therefore she can compete in it in oh. the Asian. Oh, okay, okay. Who's breed. the uh, Who's the African one? Emma Raider or Gemma Raider. Oh wow! Okay. And we will get to and, and most people are probably, probably expecting either Christina Takis or Michelle Bazinet. We'll get to at least one was, of those in a minute. I was hoping Michelle uh, Baz, Bazinet. And just for the numbers, folks, here, what you're seeing there on, to the to the right is their percentages on every one of the workouts. So in Gemma's case, Emma's case, she on workout two, she, her, that was her highest. She was at the 11th percentile, you could call it. Um, <clears throat> but well within the range. Whereas you see the one uh, Russian woman, Alina Alexandrova, had two data points that were 13.7 and 13.96%. So she was flirting with the cut line on two of the four te five tests. Oh, I see what those are. Okay. Okay. If any yeah. one of those numbers yeah. is over 15%, you're out. So oh, everyone okay. on this list will all be under. The only question is how much under. Which, which the article doesn't touch on this, but this tries to represent then a live competition. You only get one shot or even in, in a, in an online competition, you get 24 hours. But if you, shit the bed on the first workout yeah you're pretty much done like we're gonna see it at semifinals there's 60 people in a field if you don't do well on the first day and you're placing 40th or 50th you're gonna have a hard time climbing back out of it but in this case it's just online they have to get all the all of it in there you only get one shot if you do worse than 15 percent you're not going to make it. Now, the thing is, you don't know what 15% is until they go through all of the process and show it on the other side. So you got to just put your best foot forward. Sahar Kai killed workout number two, huh? Yeah. What, what place did she take? In, oh, yeah. Really? Top 100? <clears throat> yeah. Crazy. Okay. South America would get 12 women. We'll see who they are here. Um this is to go to the games. No, this is to go to semifinals. semifinals. Okay, okay. There's, Zoom out a little. Kind, kind of no surprise there, right? Those are the girls, right? Yeah, these are, I mean. Campos, Cato. Uh, there was one other girl I recognized at the Nevis. top there. Nevis, yeah. And then the sleep, like the, the women that are on my radar as kind of sleep picks this year. Actually, we picked them. I think I even picked her last year. Luisa Marquez, Amanda Fusomo, Andrea Pinheiro. They're all here. So, Connie Cabrera. Not oh, and you got their worldwide rankings. It lines up perfectly. That worldwide uh, ranking is CrossFit's worldwide ranking? No, that's that's their ranking using this model 
oh, okay. across all okay. 200 and whatever it is. Uh, yeah. And then the region one is just ranking those athletes for that region. So Sasha's okay. number one and so on. Yeah. Okay. But Sasha is 51st across all of the 200. Yeah. And if you go back to the left, you can see that in the case of, uh, of Asia and Africa, <clears throat> there's also a couple of women that are in the top 100, right? Dawan, Dawan and Sahar. You see where Emma Rader came in, 225 out of 254. Um, obviously, and then the woman from Russia was the second to last person in. Uh, sorry, you know, take, take, take 120 seconds. Uh, Jocko thinks CrossFit is awesome now because I think he's doing business with them via his energy drink, 100%. The entire podcast was actually really good until you got to the end, and it basically Jocko betrays himself because you walk away asking one question. What took him so long to get a dev group guy on who's probably one of the most famous SEALs in the world who didn't fucking use his SEALdom to become famous? He did something fucking else. And uh, his contribution to fucking humanity, health, fitness is remarkable. But for some reason, he has all these other fucking ding-dongs on his show. And now all of a sudden he has Dave on, like I said, who is a dev group guy. It's fucking <clears throat> asinine. He betrayed himself. He should have – there's a – he. Should, I just think he should have shown a little humility. He should have been honest and been like, you know, I thought you were a dick before or something. He should have came clean because it is fucking weird that we're 16 years into this fucking thing of Dave working there and he finally makes it on that podcast. Like, and Why? Because Jocko's pushing his um, uh, can that's lined with plastics that are fucking horrible for you and that shit uh, to uh, CrossFitters. Which, by the way, I haven't tasted and I'm sure I'd enjoy. And Jocko, you're always welcome to come on my podcast. Thank you. No hard feelings. Just, right, just, just stating the, the fact. Um, what about this? Let's, uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's touch, let's touch on um, uh, Semper Fidel's uh, emotions. Because I, I'm, I got a little bit of this woke tart in me, too. Why do regions have to be – oh, no, no. He's the opposite of me. He's saying why do regions have to be represented? Uh, there's potentially fitter people that um, uh, in the American bottom 45 than Africa top two. I, I, I feel like I can answer that. I want to hear you guys answer. I think regions should be represented. There's, I, I think majority of people do think that. I just – I think that there's also people like me that don't think that they need to be unnecessarily overrepresented. And like I said, this is a performance-based model. We see that there are still women and men in the world that are that were good enough to advance to this stage of the competition, meaning that they're good enough to take the semifinal test. They have the prerequisite skills. And of course, this is assuming that the programming is building on itself, which seems like I can't really understand why it wouldn't. And um, these are the athletes that I want to see take the test, the ones that are good enough to take it. You're going to see at every semifinal that there's going to be, you know, this, this group of athletes that's that's struggling or unable to do something. Okay. We're getting close. This is getting good. Oh, Shiana, there's my girl. Uh, God, I think we're going to get her on the show soon. Holy shit, she's that good, huh? She's the number one uh, seed, Caitlin Van Zeel. Did I pronounce it right? I don't think so, but uh, close. Okay. 16th in the world. Uh, but, but number one in Oceana. Hmm? Yeah, it's awesome. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Sturt's 10? Uh, yeah. How many did you check your math, uh, Halpin? Well, look, look at her numbers. Look at her numbers. Look at number two. 1%, 3%, 2%, 0.2%, 4%, 14%. So there was one thing that she was clearly bad at. Do you know what that test was? It's a crossovers, single under. Oh. So that's, that's not two? a fitness thing. That's a okay. skill thing. Okay. On the fitness tests, if you could do the crossover singles, it's just a capacity test basically for these athletes. But outside of that, 
her numbers would probably be compared, you know, that would be up there in the top five at least. Okay. She's the same woman that you showed a video of with Jay Crouch shirtless in the background doing hey, 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 double hey. unders. How dare you help? And I know exactly who fucking Maddie Sturt is. You fucking. Uh, I'm just saying she did cross over with double unders just you fine watch in your, the video. You watch your mouth. Maddie Sturt's my girl. People are going to think she's not. I'm looking for it right now. I'm on her Instagram. Uh, here it is. Ch trying to fucking one up me out. But... I was trying to call for the video. That's right, a good video. Fine. Get distracted by Jay Crouch in the background, though. Just start with, of course, you, I, I, and I love how you highlight her, Sevon, right? Mm hmm. Uh, here we go. Sorry. Uh, uh, okay, so she's basically saying fuck you to workout number two. She's been practicing. Okay. Is your Abraham Lincoln just sitting there in the background? Just a statue. Yeah. Okay. Hey, and she looks a little crowded in the pecs too, like we saw um, what's-his-name was doing. Um, Taylor, right? There's, not, there's another word for that, but yeah. For what is it? Oh, press. okay. Press. Press, whatever. Press picks. Crowded, press in, the, crowded in the chest. Is... Crowded chest. Is that the exact... Something looks different about the way she's doing... Oh, this isn't that show. Okay. Anyway, awesome. This is great. Okay. Maddie Sturt. They, I like that. You gave me hope. Thank you for letting me... Um... I would love it if her and Jay went. Wouldn't that be dope? We can, go to, we can keep going across if you want. Here we go again, you son of a bitch. Uh, this guy just doesn't want everyone to go. He just wants the best. He just wants the best. Again, why should Gemma, who's ranked 225, but gets to go to the games, but Americans with rank 150 does not? It's not fair. Okay, it's a valid question. And there is, as we mentioned, there is potential, potentially another solution, which would be to create an additional semifinal. So you could say that uh, if you're over 60, then we split them in half. So in the case of Europe, since they had 75 women, we would say, okay, well, 40 uh, 37 are going to go here, 38 are going to go there, and they're going to have two semifinals. But that's changing a little. Uh, we are trying to keep things relatively tight to the current system that's in place in terms of number of semifinals because another, you know, there, there, there are tons of other elements that we can't necessarily address here, but the viability or financially of sustaining a semifinal is something that has to be considered. And, you know, if for CrossFit, it's something that would have to be considered. So he's not wrong. I get, I totally get where he's coming from, but again, I would, I would just like think, think this is just an experiment. This is just a way to see, is it possible to only use the data from this year to land at a competitive semifinal field and have a better perspective on what the competitive landscape actually is before saying, uh, these are the spots that are going to be allocated to the games. And, and, uh, so Danny Spiegel from North America West is number one, the great Lauren Fisher, who I have no Not doubt. Number one, she's number eight. Make me feel better. Okay, let's go back. Ah, here we go. Wow. Uh, Ariel Lowen, no surprise at the top. Uh, always Maybe a surprise that she's third in the world, though. Wow. Uh, Alex Gazan uh, coming in hot this year. Rebecca Fuslier. Incredibly uh, impressive, yep. Uh, Kelly Baker. Mm -hmm. You uh, don't believe him. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I want to believe in her. God, I hope yes. I can get on the bandwagon. Uh, Emily Rolf. Uh, Christine Colt. true. Colin Brander. Do I know who Emily Rolf is? Who is that? Remember she got the blood clot in her hand during bike to work event one of the games last year? Oh, oh her, yeah, 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 arm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I know who that is. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. Uh, Emily Rolf. Yeah, she's going to the games. For, There's how tons she... of things I could have said about her, but I had a feeling that would be the one to trigger your memory. Thank you. There are two things about her that uh, stand out, and that's definitely one of them. Uh, Christine Colin Brander uh, from uh, uh, Jared Graybeal's event. Um 
Zayla Scams, actually, yes. Christine's, uh, she's looking really good in a lot of the videos I've seen. She, I mean, she looks, I'm excited to see her at semifinals. Uh, Miss Kerstetter, uh, the child that is uh, good enough to compete at the game is bizarre, uh, uh, super impressive. Danny Spiegel, number eight. Number nine, Lauren Fisher, uh, former CrossFit Games athlete, uh, hanging on the bubble. How many did we say would go from this region? Nine or ten? Ten for the women. Um, in quarterfinals. That's for the games. All all fifty yeah. of these would go to semifinals. But I'm just seeing. No, like, if, oh, I'm just nine. guessing if. Yeah. Okay. Oh nine, no. So she'd that be right means Fre- Freya Moosebrugger might not go. That well, this is a good. This is like you know we'll get to shows where we're going to have to make you know predictions about who's going to get in and out. But in this model here, coming into the semifinals, outside the cut line are Bailey Rail, two times games athlete the last two years, Freya Moosebrugger, games athlete from last year, Sydney McAllister, games athlete from last year. Obviously, the semifinal things can change, but it does give a, a decent idea that that West semifinal is not quite as easy as as you may have thought. Uh, Bruce Wayne, why did they put Danny on the West Flyer and not Lowen? Come on. Come on, <laughs> Brucey. Come on, Brucey. You know why. 1.8 million reasons of ass shots. Uh, Sydney McAllishan. Um, Allison Scuds. Uh, Katrin David's daughter. Uh, Trista Smith, another kid. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clark, what the fuck? Uh, you check your math on that, buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's look at that. What what's up with her uh, nine point? Uh, oh wait, what workout was that? Number four. This has devolved into an athlete show instead of a ranking show. This is why we showed this last. Uh, that was the rowing and GHD workout. V Okay. V Oh, okay. Okay. That's an that's another call out for people watching at home. This also includes all penalties. So if a if an athlete got a penalty, they they took a fifteen percent bump on their score here. Anyway, uh, you can we can go to look at the other the last two regions if you want to. Uh, this is Europe in yellow, and all the way at the top you're going to have Laura, Gabby, Manon, Emma, etc. Annie Thor's daughter sixth there. Sarah Sigmund's daughter ninth. They get 12 spots in this model. Uh, keep scrolling down. There was someone down there that I was surprised that I saw down there. I thought Dahlstrom. That's uh, Emma McQuaid. Emma McQuaid did the semifinals. I think she was quite sick when she did it. But even even so, yeah. you see that big, big uh, number on workout two. Most likely a result of a penalty. Okay, and then we and at twenty six we have our uh, redheaded uh, Wonder Woman, who's actually going team, was was yeah. There and there are some team athletes in here, as well. Yeah, but we didn't bet them. You know, this is just all the athletes that made it. They were the ones that chose to participate in the quarterfinals this year, whether they were going to do team or not. They did the individual quarterfinals. Oh, what is uh, Jamie referencing here? Who were the two who did not make the cut in West on your model? What did she catch there that I didn't catch? She she there's uh, fifty eight. Uh, that's not, not, that's oh. not exactly how it works. How it works. Right. Oh, it's oh not, but I see what she's saying. Okay, clever. The 58 that made it in this model are not necessarily also all in the, the model that are competing at quarterfinals. Like, Is there anyone that you're like, holy shit, they didn't make it? You want, yeah, we can uh, skip we'll to that. that in a bit. Okay, okay, if you want to show the last one, I think it has the number one athlete in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, wow, isn't it isn't it amazing? I, I bet you, um, uh, what's his name? What's the, the, the? I bet you Medeiros is number one too. Mal O'Brien number one. Emma Carey number two. No surprise. Brooke Wells number three. Annika Greer number four. Wow, that's a that's a, a shocker, right? 
uh, slipping in there. Emma Lawson, Danielle Brandon. No surprise here. The women look pretty uh, solid. Keep scrolling down. There's your girl, Sydney Wells. There she is. All right. That a girl. Uh, Tori Dyson, Carolyn Prevo, Miss Spencer. And so just so you can see seven. Roran Scott, there she is, the viral miracle. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. If we go if we go down to 60, you can see yep. what this guy has been referring to. Is that you know, we just put a line there and we'll be you know, we acknowledge there are other ways that it could have been handled, but in this model, if you keep scrolling down, you'll see that 61 through whatever it ended up being, 79, 79. would not get invited. And for Europe, 61 through 75 would not get invited. Well, they might be a, a back, backfill or something like that, but um, but there would be a cut for those regions that had a density of athletes. But they would they would still contribute to the overall distribution of game spots. What about uh, Stephanie Chung? Uh, being that she's a noble athlete, doesn't she automatically uh, move up 30 spots for DEI reasons or something? Like all the noble athletes? Get a special score? Didn't see that memo. Okay. Helping to work that in. Okay. Let's look at the men real quick. Yeah. Or real slowly, whatever you want. Yeah, this is good. Those are the six men from Asia that would have qualified. Say that top guy's name, please. Sung Jong Kim. Sung Jong Kim. Andrei Fedotov, Artur Semenov, Kang Kyungsun, Ruslan Miftakov, and Mevlet Agir. Kong Kingson? Kingson? Uh, Kang Kingson. That is amazing. Might be Kang. Kang Beaver. Kang Beaver. Can Beaver. Kang Beaver. Strong. Strong. And then for the um, Africa, Keelan Henry, Darren Zernemer, Michael Van Tonder, and Kalen Diebel. And so these four from Africa, those six from Asia, would compete against each other for two spots to the games. There are two games athletes from last year in this group, Arthur Semenoff and Keelan Henry. But this would, you know, obviously there's a chance that two from Africa make it or that two from Asia make it and none from Africa make it. In this model, all of these athletes have can, have earned the right to be there based on their performance, proven they're good enough at every test that Adrian Bosman has given them to line up and take the text to the next stage. And I think it would be fun to watch these 10 guys go against each other. Uh, uh, I, me too. I do too. Uh, um, Caleb, uh, definitely not Shelly Beaver. No Shelly? Okay. No. Can no. Make Harry. Harry. Uh, two. Too close to Smelly. No Shelly. No yeah, thank you. Okay. No Shelly. Too close Got to it. Smelly. Beaver. Thank you. We'll check on Oceania. Or no, South America is green. Mm-hmm. No surprise. Basically, all the guys that you would expect here, they get 21, and they would be, or what did we say, that the men would be competing for three spots. Do you have a chart that shows the overall world rankings, your new world rankings? Um. Look Top at these. This 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 shows it. Oh, well, it, well, what I mean is like together. You, have a top, you, yeah, like you have no. a top. Oh, because that's interesting. Guy doesn't even make the. I mean, Guy doesn't even make the game. Well, look at look, again. Look at the percentages there, and that five point eight is probably a crossover single under skill omission thing. And the uh, and then you have the core V up work at the capacity test, which you probably would expect to be his worst, and it was. But he's in the top tenth of a percentile on two of the five tests. Oh, what's wrong with Halpin? Uh, he got a new tattoo, and it's that, uh, and it's it's a uh, um, it's uh, too much red. He had too much red ink. Too much red ink. What did I do? <clears throat> okay, uh, g- beautiful. I'm I'm digging this. Ready for Oceania? Obviously, there Ricky we go. Would not be there, but 
Um, he, he This is how he did it on that performance. Jay Crouch, Will Kearney, Jake Douglas, a lot of the guys you'd expect. They end up getting 24 total athletes. They would all be invited, and they would be competing for four spots instead of three spots. Crazy. I'd also – another interesting thing happened would be like to see the region's average of their rankings. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to add up all those rankings, divide up by the number of guys, and see which re- – like give them a – Has the lowest average. A strength quotient. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is good. Uh, North America. There he is. There's my boy. 45. So wow, get the champ is a savage. Look at his percentages. Holy shit. I mean, Vellners are not that much worse. I agree. He, they got one and two in North America West. This is nuts. Look at Cole Grieshaber, eight. Wow, I might I might go to – wow, look at Tetlow, 29. Dude, good job, dude. It would make me so happy if you came to Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. I haven't seen you in years. Uh, Seymour Beaver. That's always my suggestion. I think it's S-E-Y. Yeah, you can't spell it like that. But I ain't hating. I, usually, <laughs> I just want you it's to know. Oh, S- Saver Beaver. Wow. Jay Hartle. Not bad. Uh, this is great, man. Pasadena is – wow, look at that. You're telling me Luis Oscar is going to be in no. Pasadena? In this model, they only get six spots. No, nine it's, spots. Nine spots. In this model, they only get six. The in men the get six. Model, they get nine. So look at the look at just look no, at no, the no, no. Line. In the actual model, they get ten, and in yours, when you when you went oh, oh you're talking about the women got nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, the men really get fucked. Wow, wow. No, they don't. There's no one getting fucked. This is a reflection of their competitive performance. Oh, that's this what I mean. Year. This is so Unfortunately. fair. Sorry. This is incredibly fair. Wow. And hey, you know what's crazy about that too? It's a this is how they do get fucked. They got the fucking they got fewer spots because they got ass people, but then they got the two best guys in the fucking world in there, who just who are just gonna take the spots. Wow, this and is great. Is, and and I think again, that's an excellent that's an excellent thing to understand. And I'm not confusing anything. No, and this thing that you're talking about about doing the the average, the lowest, like the average of each semifinals ranking, whatever. Isn't is something that I would entertain introducing at this point because, as we know, the strength of the field is not only limited to size. That's what we're re- rewarding here, but in essence, that's what CrossFit's model is rewarding. Also, only in a less, in a more limiting way, I would say, or a less accurate way. Um, and so, I do I think, think that whatever division the champ champ is in should just get a free uh, extra spot. That's what they yeah. used to do because they got a free ticket. Anyway, there is, I, th- I do think there is a way to to adjust for strength, like the the strength of the field, counting for the top portion. We didn't explore that here, but I do think that it would be a relevant conversation if we were ever able to be a part of that conversation going forward. How are ticket sales for um uh how are ticket sales for North uh, uh North America? Whatever I, haven't, the fuck. I haven't seen that data released. Hmm. Well, I think, in at least in the East, all of the reserve seats are bought but they still have I am like, admission. I'm really really hoping that it's just these amazing environments like I want to see full stands I want to see fans on their feet I want to see like the environments that we used to see at regionals everywhere God Albany yeah the regionals I used to go to were fucking madhouses yeah I'm really really hopeful that that comes back this year if you're considering going do sure, it like yeah. they're going to be competitive they're going to be fun there's a lot of there's talented athletes everywhere 
Um, uh, a huge compliment for the podcast here. I'm more confused than a nine-year-old boy transitioning. Uh, so I'll, just, I'll tell you what we're looking at here. So basically, and, and that's fair because I was confused too. Um, basically, what you're looking at is that worldwide ranking there is the worldwide wide ranking based on this new system, the help and friend <laughs> system. Um, the uh, numbers here is where basically Justin finished relative to all the people who did uh, the quarterfinals. So in this workout here, Justin was in the top two tenths of 1% of workout number three in the uh, quarterfinals. And what you have to be is you have to be in the top 15%. So scroll down a little bit. I'll show you someone. Um, scroll down until you see like a 14% in one of the columns. God, North America West is tough. See Sam Pot be- there? 14th in the region to the magnitude. I'm just looking at the numbers. Okay, so just look here really quick at us. Go ahead and stop. There was, I saw Brian that. Huh? Look at uh, Daniel Cuck. Okay, number 28. Perfect. He got a 10.65%. If Daniel would have gotten um, a 15% there, he wouldn't be uh, invited to the semifinals. You have to finish in the top 15% in the quarterfinals. And this shows that he was. Um, so, so you could also subtract that and figure out he was actually in the 90 percentile. But if you fall below the 85 percentile, you're fucked. Uh, same with uh, Maximilian Krieg. Uh, oh, yeah, here, Taylor Sturgis, very close to not making it. Greg Gross. Yeah. Greg Gross. Holy shit. Gross Beaver? <laughs> Don't use that one either. Right, write, that one, <laughs> write that one down as a no-go. Oh, Gross. Uh, Shelly and, uh, yeah, and Gross. Yeah. Okay. We want uh, well, speed read through the rest. I think I think the next the next section is the one that you want to see is who didn't make it. So yeah, but uh, we'll, the, we'll we'll give some accolades to the top qualifiers here. Yeah, go. I'm gonna, I'm going to take a, a quick little. Uh, I'll be back in, in 30 seconds. You guys uh, take a look at these guys. Look at Lazar Jukic. I don't know shit about Victor Hoffer except you guys talk about him a lot. These are great numbers too. Look at Fa- Fabian Benito. He's killing it. He's continuing his trend from this year of being, you know, basically dominating online qualifiers. He's a top qualifier for Dubai, top qualifier for Wadapalooza, and top qualifier in this model out of all the men in Europe. This is the, the basically like the biggest revelation from this study is that the European men have been a tremendous depth of field. And so we can kind of look at the top here, knowing that they would have earned 15 spots. We see a lot of familiar names, but obviously also some new names here. Victor Hoffer, the young man from France, Harry Lightfoot. Incredible uh, season so far in the first two stages. Anyola uh, Kai, who made a big name for him in the offseason. Reggie Fossa, who generally does well online, and we're waiting to see that breakthrough in a live competition. And then a bunch of games athletes from last year. Moritz, Yona, Enrico, Uldis, Hapalainen coming in at 14th. Luka Jukic in 18th from two years ago. So Jorgos Karavis, two times games athlete, 20th. Guillaume Briant games from last year, 22nd. So lots and lots of talent in Europe. 15 spots to compete for. Lastly, we have the North America East. You may be surprised here with the guy who ended up on top for North America East, third in the world, Dallin Pepper, Sam Cornwallier, who everyone's excited to see back this year, Jeff Adler, Noah Olson, Spencer Panchik, et cetera. Listen, I I, uh, I worked out right before, and I then I had two pints of water, and now I'm drinking a pint of coffee. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, I'm a, five a pint five. of coffee? Yeah, I mean, I put a Get shot of espresso into a uh, – into a to a row cup dear bill and katie yeah this is good this is great stuff hey what about um what what about using this in any other oh dallin look at you north america east 
are there any other system uh, systems uh, um, uh, events? Is this something Wadapalooza could pick up? Yeah, I do think that there is a lot of opportunity for collaboration with some of the off-season and in-season, especially if you do want to get into more of a, a worldwide ranking conversation. Again, this is kind of a narrow study. We know that it's that there are limitations to it, but we just we wanted to run it to see if it was possible. And basically, I think that it worked out really well as a starting point for a system that could be a, a more accurate representation of who is actually competing and competing well in the year that we're testing for. Look at Jack Farlow <clears throat> up in the mix. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know, uh, there's going to be some names. Does any part of you think that maybe it's flawed when you see that? Or is it like, no, wow, no, 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 no. no. And okay. it happens. What's Tyler Watkins happened. think about this? Has he seen this? What's he think? I don't know. I don't think he has. All right. I'd be curious to hear his uh, opinion. on. It. Can we scroll down a little bit? I want to see this. Man, North America East looks tough. Will Mora, James Sprague, Tyler Christopher. Holy crap. Mar Marquand Jones. Caron. Roman being nearly 20 is interesting. Yeah. Pete Mason, Nate Ackerman. Look at, oh, Griffin Raleigh. Hey, is he competing? Mm -hmm. uh, Luke Parker, he's going individual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Benit, Benito, Benoit, Boulanger. Benoit, Benoit Boulanger. Oh, there used to be a, a like a, a very a, excited to see him. He's the uh, Benoit pupil of uh, Carolyn Lambray. Boulanger, Benoit. Oh, what's this guy's name? Sevon. Oh, <laughs> Selvon. Uh, Juice Beaver. I don't know about Juice. Wow. Hunter, Hunter, Hunted Beaver. Hunter Beaver is good. Oh, wow. 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 Chrissy. Holy shit. That and her spelling's on point. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, um, uh, wild Beaver. Okay. You want to see the not qualifiers? Oh, yeah. This is going to be good. There you go. These aren't all of them. These are just examples. It's uh, Ka Kaiki uh, Cerveni, a friend of uh, Daniel Cuck's. Um, Willie Georges. Uh, wow. And so, so what you're seeing there in the red is they had to be in the top 85 percent and uh, or, or, top the, or, or sorry, the bot. They yeah, top 15 percent. They had to be 85 percent or better. It's just weird to see it this way. But um, wow, Alex Vigneault really shit the bed on workout one. It's interesting that it's all workout one, right? Well, well, this is broken out into each. You're going to see no, them no. all. Yeah, you'll see them all. But th those are the athletes that failed because of workout one. Oh, okay, okay. But again, what what is the limiter there? We know this from the programming show last night. It's a strict handstand push-up. And those guys didn't have that skill. So in my opinion, this is no different than Sam Briggs not making the game because of a handstand walk or Katrin Davidson or not making it because of a rope climb is that it's just at a different stage. This is at the quarterfinals. There were... Adrian has increased this. The, <laughs> that's a pretty good one, actually. Adrian has increased the standard in terms of skills required. And I think that that should be reflective in the vetting their screening process to the next round, because we can assume that there's going to be something. If you can't do a wall facing strict handstand pushup, you're going to be faced with something more challenging in terms of an upper body pressing uh, test at the next stage. Hey, uh, th this is uh, th Caleb. This is what I'm talking about. All kidding aside, that dude's fucking parents, Riley. Uh, good. They knew. 
like they didn't waste the name. They knew their last name was good, so they're like, "All right, we're gonna put real. We're gonna name our kid really, but without really putting in really." I mean, that shit is tight. That's brilliant. Okay. Oh, long hair, long hair. That's like if you're Native American, uh, you could get away with that long hair beaver. I, I knew a guy. His name was Benjamin E. Fischel, and so wow, his name is Benny Fischel. Wow, that's solid. Yeah, that's solid. Um, oh, wow, wow, Bruce Wayne taking it to the next little Robin <laughs> Beaver. That's a great name for if you have a son. It's got layers to it. Yeah, wow. Holy shit. Okay, uh, let's, let's see workout three. Uh, Alexander. Uh, okay. That's your guy, Mr. Week. Uh, who? The guy from Spain. Alexander Anagasaki? No, no. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't have that you guy. Know on, him. You know him. I do. I thought it was. Uh, no, I, I know Agnol. This is buddy. You know this guy. You definitely know this guy. Okay. This guy runs training culture. Oh, okay. Um, wow. He was on their team last year. And he's just on the edge. Look at that. Yeah. Spencer Ray. William Leahy. Well, that's that. He took that big penalty for all the mishaps that he had on his rowing GHGV up workout. And Again, that's you know that's what's happened here is that and that will we think encourage athletes to yeah. not toe the line. So because in this current model with you know a predetermined number of people, it's not based exclusively on performance, and you get these sometimes you get these penalties that are whatever relative to your, I mean they're they're arbitrary penalties basically, um, and here he's punished for it. He doesn't get to advance in the season because he failed to move well and follow the rules that were written. Uh, and he, which semifinal is he going to in for real in real life? West, West. Uh, Hancock is an English surname. It is derived from a given name, a variant of Johann, combined with the hypochoristic suffix cock, which came into fashion in the 13th century from cock c o k to cock c o c k, applied to a young lad. Oh, okay, it is that. Wow, it is a it was a suffix applied to a man, a young man who strutted proudly like a cock so that is it hancock that is the origins of the name darcy hancock it's a this is a yeah interesting okay so be it hancock beaver want to see the women uh yeah let's do it this is good these are women who are going to semifinals but would not under this system for the most part yeah okay I don't, so the, who, I don't know who any of these people Archie are. Bleeker is one of the best in um, the Netherlands. And then, Mars, uh, best in Mars, uh, from Mars. Now, in the test two there, you see Christina Livetitakis. She was the top qualifier from Africa to the semifinals. Oh, okay. Didn't make it in this model. Crossover again? Crossover again. So she doesn't have the skills. And we know that Adrian values the skills. And so I think that's valid. He's put a test forward. If you don't have that skill, then go back to the drawing board because you're going to need a, a better skill at the next stage. That's a very good guess. Uh, Robin Friend and Robin Beaver. Uh, is Mike Halpin Trish? Trish does have a weird <laughs> sense of humor like Halpin. That's very possible. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a cle- it's also clever. They're both clever. I'm, I, I do see the correlations. That's what I meant, clever. The Canelo first, fight. I think the Canelo first time I was on was the time Trish said Badusi for the first time. So. Oh, that's not even how you say that word. Did you hear that? How he said it? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear how he just said what it? Did I say? 
That's I, what I'm said. not allowed to say the word, but my but, mom won't let me, but you said it wrong. But I appreciate it. You can say it like that. But Ducey. Nirvana. <laughs> that mm. damn Nirvana. On the wrong syllable. Any uh, any stones unturned, Savan? Any questions for the no, this is great. This wizard is great. behind this process. Congratulations! This is uh, this is fantastic. I'm sure. I think I will have more as I process it more. Um, but but I really like this. It's it's uh, it's good. So you know, like, like we said, it's not perfect. It was a one. We took one stab at it. We were pretty happy with it, so we ran with it. And I think it's it's an idea. And it's a demonstration that it's possible to assess the season within the season that's being tested. Um, I think that it elevates the, the performance of the athletes. I think that it elevates the responsibility of the programmer. I think that there's, in each stage of the competition, it, one, it feels like there's something that you're actually try, like trying to meet a benchmark for instead of just kind of doing it to check a box. And <clears throat> if you don't make it, you can look back very tangibly and see why. Not you know, And, and it's like, okay. Well, what was the thing that prevented me? Because on every other test, I was well within the range. And you have a more focused study. It might be not be, it could be a specific skill, like a single crossover, single under or a ring muscle up. But it could also be, you could see maybe if you do make it, that it's like, okay, I was in the top 2% on these three things. But on these two things, 12 and 13%. It was still good enough. But clearly, these are the areas that I should be working in. Because relative to my peers, I'm falling behind. Mike Halpin, as we went through this, did you see anything that concerned you? You're like, oh, I missed that the first time going through. This needs to be tweaked. I don't mean like in terms of like actual data errors or anything. I mean in terms of like, oh, this doesn't actually work as well as I thought now that I've seen it presented. Or shit, this is better than I thought. And anything that stood out to you as you went over it? Just I mean, as, as you said, you, this is your first crack at it. I've we've Brian and I have tossed this around a little bit. You start to you start to see that it could it could potentially help other things. Like, for example, we did this before a lot of the penalty stuff really kicked off where they were talking about how many people that do they review and what does the review process look like? How many videos do they have to watch? In this model, if somebody does 30% on a workout, you don't have to watch the rest of their workouts. Oh, They're just out. So it immediately cuts cuts out athletes where you just don't even have to concern yourself with them anymore they could they could win a workout and you if they did 30 percent or something on another workout you don't even have to worry about so it starts to resolve some other things it's not perfect there's places that have been called out either in instagram or here here tonight that start to say like well how exactly would this or that work or what would it look like here um but it start it at least asks the question or opens up the conversation to say why what why wouldn't you want to push for the best execution all the way through because the thing i hear about the most is we should go back to more live competitions well i don't see that exactly happening as i think about this more or look at the season more but in this case it really nails like you have to be perfect you have to have stats that look like mal and justin and say they never went above like half a percent and if you have athletes that are all looking at that and going, I'm going to nail all of this from top to bottom, you can then look at programming that says, well, what if all of these athletes are monsters and they can go to semifinals and then all of those athletes can then qualify through that model to the games? What does it do to raise the level even higher when you get to the games 
and it's the best of the best of the best across the world. Uh, Brian, uh, same question to you. Did you see anything just now when you're looking at it? that one question that someone did come up with help and they said, um, uh, and Brian, they said, Hey, what if someone falls below 15% um, and they don't move on? I guess the answer is who cares? We already got their money, <laughs> right? I mean, who no, cares? It's, like, it's, that's it's, your- it's, a, it's a Sam Briggs example. It doesn't matter if it's the open or the quarterfinals or the semifinals that, you know, if you don't have the skills or the strength or the capacity for the, for uh, any phase of the test as they're as you're qualifying through the season and you, we, i mean we looked at the athletes who didn't make it and yeah there's you know alex Vigneault will have a chance to make the games but that's i mean but he, you know he clearly has a, a hole in his game and if this comp and if the um season is truly progressive then we can expect to see some version of a handstand push-up either at the semifinals or the games that's going to continue to expose the flaw in his game Hey, with that, with this method, I think does come some responsibility um, on the programmers that's uh, significant. And and I think that they've done it well already, but you can't, you don't want to introduce something that's just completely off the wall new and not give people time to prepare for it. Right. And that's, that's actually the problem with the worldwide ranking that's out there now. They're looking two years back when Brent Fakowski didn't give a flip about the open and would just sort of sail right. workouts and saying that open now matters or that semifinal or quarterfinals from 2021 matters all of a sudden. In our case, we're just looking at, you just did these workouts, but Brian calls it out in the article. We do say the same thing. We say, Hey, the programmers weren't aware of this 15%. The athletes weren't aware of this 15%. But if you told them today in nine to 12 months, you're going to have to do this again. And you're going to need to nail all these workouts and the programming needs to be tight. And the the written uh, documentation needs to be tight. And the, the, all of the pieces need to align to say that we actually found the best athletes in the world and they're going to go on to the next stage. Then you have that. But if you just, if you just throw something together at the last minute, then you get what you get. Uh, and, um, Nate, uh, Sevan, is that a bald spot on the top of your head, dude? I have, I have, I, I wish I, I have more hair than I know what to fucking do with. I don't know what the fuck you're looking at, but no, I'm like a fucking bear. Kind of a bear cub. Caleb's just stewing about your. Oh, you, you, you know. I'm gonna have. I'm. I'm a, I think I'm a couple years away from ear hair. I'm gonna have ear hair soon. Uh, Brian, uh, did you, are you you happy, huh? turned out good it turned out good i would say relative to when we started yeah i was pretty pleased with the way that it turned out like the numbers make sense to me in terms of the athletes that are qualifying for each stage the numbers when i look at what you needed to achieve in the workouts themselves for the most part make sense and yeah i think that you would end up with a field of athletes that are actually capable of taking the next stage. Now you I mean, just like there were people eliminated in the open and just like there were people eliminated quarterfinals, you're still going to have some that are going to be eliminated in semifinals, but at least we know that they have met the minimum thresholds across the board to meet, you know, to advance to this run. The last uh, Sean, uh, Sean M. Uh, you guys are nerds. Um, uh, uh, Caleb's in the military. <laughs> straight up retarded so I... <laughs> uh any chance any chance this makes any uh do, do, do you have any hopes or aspirations for this guys do you have any do you think there's what did you think about my negative or or 
less than optimistic perspective that they just don't have the resources to implement anything new or to hear anything else? Um, it's a matter of want, not, not, not capacity. Like it depends if they want to or not. I think that there are better models to pursue. I think that I don't think this is a perfect model. I think that it's a good starting point for a conversation. I think that, but I thought the same thing in the fall. When I first heard they were doing this, there were certain concerns that I had. I expressed them. It doesn't seem like they were considered. That's okay. Um, you know, Cubix has said, oh, this is our first attempt in it. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to refine it. I'm putting out another model there. And if there is an opportunity to have a conversation and say, hey, you know, some of those things that you suggested are things that we've th we thought about in the past or that we maybe we didn't think about, but are curious to us obviously i would be open to having a conversation about that it'd be beneficial for me too because i could learn from them some of the things that they know that may be limitations that i don't understand do you think the athletes give a shit yeah definitely they do okay yeah oh, should I mean, they, or look, should there will be look uh in in some of these uh continents that get 30 like 29 out of 30 or 30 out of 30 are signing up. Like they'll be pissed about this. They'll be like, no, no, dude, like what the hell you're taking away like the pinnacle of our season. But like I said, I'm trying to put this model out there absent of thinking about the people I'm thinking about the competition. And I'm specifically thinking about the fact that CrossFit chose to introduce worldwide ranking and strength of field this year, saying that it's, it's a, it's going to give us a representation of the competitive landscape. We know that it's not. This is, and I, you know, I'm not going to spend time talking about all the things that the reasons why it's not, but we know that it's not. This is a model that does that more specifically. All right, uh, I like it. I believe uh, it was as interesting. Um, it was. Uh, what, what's a what's a uh, A10? It's a oh. plane, oh. and it fucking destroys everything in its path. Wow, it's a good plane great plane it's like taking a gatling gun and putting it on something that flies really fast yeah oh it and it sounds awesome all right uh yes uh then uh that is correct the air force has eight tenths. uh thanks guys fantastic show i'm impressed thank you thanks for doing it here thanks for coming on the show um uh caleb thanks for talking to me about the uh, a10 anytime um, helping uh your your charts your graphics your excel sheets your everything was great i appreciate it you, know, you guys have something else up your uh sleeve that you want to talk about or uh anything else not tonight but we got some other stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks all right guys um i don't know what's happening tomorrow morning i don't know i'm tripping you guys know who watched the show this morning i'm just tripping it's going to be a tough uh, next 10 days for me. Not for any serious reasons. Um, what are you doing, Halpin? A little arm wrestling? I'm scratching oh. my elbow. Oh, I thought maybe you were put, put arm wrestling. Posing. Okay. Uh, see you guys later. Ryan, thank you. Caleb, Halpin. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.